Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Good morning, good morning. Rain down on me. Melodies from heaven. Good morning. That is so, so good. Glory to God, glory to God. We've been getting in other testimonies too. Some people have been sharing with me some money. Um, some money that they've been getting. Remember the Lord spoke to us last week and said some money would be released. I was talking to a woman of God and she was saying money had been released. Yeah, I want him to rain down on me, Mama Jeanette. That's the song that's in my spirit today. So that's good, Meredith. We should see miracles, signs, wonders, testimonies. We should expect every, every, every person Every prayer we pray to be answered. I don't expect anything less. Like you got to have that. Go- if you're. I have to I always ask. Because I want to make sure I say the right thing. If we're praying. We should expect God to answer. Like if you praying. And ain't no prayers getting answered. You need to go back and figure out. Why your prayers not being answered. Like why are my prayers not being answered. Is it timing. Is it whatever. We should expect prayers to be answered. I'm expecting prayers. He said, if you believe when you pray, not after you pray, if you believe when you pray, we should be expecting, like I'm expecting God to answer every, every prayer I pray. If I know I'm praying according to the will of God, like ex- expect that, like expect nothing else then this prayer is going to be answered. And if we're spending all this time in prayer, I saw you, Candace. If we're spending all this time in prayer and we're not seeing our prayers change the nation, change our city, change our world, we, we need to go back and ask the Lord what is hindering our prayers because the only thing that should be that could possibly be hindering our prayers is um, it's demonic. Something is trying to hold it up. Remember when Daniel prayed? When Daniel prayed, the angel got there and he told he told Daniel, he said, I heard your prayers. He said, but the, the prince of Persia, which is another name for Satan, the prince of Persia was fighting me against this prayer. We shouldn't be holding prayer groups, prayer meetings, prayer councils, prayer anything. And our prayers are not getting heard. Like you should be asking yourself is are my prayers getting hurt and i'm talking about like i'm expecting some quick right he um quick quick like some quick responses to prayer like quick responses to prayer and not praying and worrying over it but praying and releasing it he doesn't he doesn't like vain repetitions he doesn't like babbling um we're teaching a series um we're teaching a series to our kids right now if you've never seen Impact, we're going to upload new videos today. Impact is our our zone for our kids. It's just a weekly devotional for kids. And we're teaching our kids how to pray right now. And one of the things we're getting ready to get in, get in is babbling and vain repetitions. But you should not be praying and prayers not get answered. 
That don't line up with God's will. That doesn't line up with kingdom. That doesn't line up with what he desires to do on this earth. And so if you're praying, if you're pulling on heaven and you're praying and you're not seeing your prayers manifest, you got to go back and get in God's face and say, what's happening? Um, some of the, I don't, I don't, I wasn't even going to get in this today, but I'm going to just share this a little bit. Some of the things that could be hindering your prayers is unforgiveness. Um, some of the other things that could be hindering your prayers is unbelief. Um, like there's some things you got to make sure you doesn't have to, you don't have doors open. Um, you, 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 I mean, you got to do that. Like you got to do that. You got to make sure. And then God is good. Sometimes God will just answer a prayer because he's decided to answer a prayer because that's his will for your life. I've seen him do that. Like I've seen him do that. But prayers should be answered. And the only one that's going to give you whether or not why your prayers are not being answered is the Holy Spirit. God will talk to you about sometimes it's not time for certain things to manifest. It's the timing. Sometimes it has something to do with unforgiveness in our heart. Sometimes it has just all kinds of different things that that are going on. Sometimes the enemy is just fighting you. But... A lot of times it's our faith. When he came to them in the word and he said, um, when he said, he came into the word and he said, the statement he made was, uh, what, you know, why they cast this demon out? Why couldn't they cast this demon out? You know, it, it, it had a lot to do with believe. A lot of times we don't believe what we pray or we don't understand what we're praying or all of, all of that other stuff. And so your prayers should be getting answered. Like your Prayers should be getting answered. Your prayers and outside your church, outside your church, outside your immediate people, your prayers should be getting answered. And so, if we're not seeing answer prayer, we have to begin to ask God, why are my prayers not being answered? What's hindering my prayers? And most of us don't want to spend time doing that. So, I'm going to pray, but I'm going to deviate a little bit from our study. Um, I thought I was getting ready to do, uh, I thought I was getting ready to continue on this journey, but anybody who's been on the devotional long enough knows that God does very unique things on this devotional. Sometimes he'll bring us to a place and pause us and say, I need you to pay attention to this. So today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the mountain. This is fresh. This is fresh off the press. Um, and I mean fresh, like fresh, fresh, fresh. So y'all going to stick with me. We're going to get through this. We're going to see what God is trying to show us about our mountain or the mountaintop experience or whatever God is about to do. Um, I'm just going to lead us through this scripture and we're going to let the Lord God be God this morning. And we're going to let the Holy Spirit be the Holy Spirit this morning. But I'm serious about that prayer thing. Like prayers should be answered. Prayers should be answered. If prayers ain't being answered, you need to ask why aren't your prayers being answered? The manifestation of your prayers should be a yes, should be a no, but you or you should be hearing more from God, like not guessing, hearing more from God. And I think the word that God is giving us today is going to be the word that encourages us to press into a different place. Don't you want your prayers answered? And I don't want my prayers answered for me. I want my prayers answered because I live in kingdom, right? Motive, wrong motive could be the answer of why we're not getting prayers answered. Sometimes our motives are not right. And when our motives are not right, that can sometimes hinder how our prayers are answered. And so we just gotta, we just gotta know. So I'm, I'm going to pray and then we're going to get into, um, 
this experience today. And we're going to receive what God is saying to us today. And we're not going to quench the Holy Spirit today. So um, if you bow your heads, no. <laughs> Father God, we just thank you for your word today. I thank you for your people. I thank you for the presence of the Holy Spirit. We will not resist you today. We will not resist you. We will not resist you today. Holy Spirit, we will not, we will not, we will not, we will not. We will be anchored in your truth. And Lord God, we will abide in your love and we will be grateful, Father God. And we will expect opportunities and expect um, moments with you today and expect clarity and expect revelation. So open the eyes of our understanding to the hope and call of who you call us to be in Christ Jesus. Give us revelation knowledge today. Open our eyes to see our hearts to receive. Let our hearts become fertile ground. Father God, there's still too much pride in us, Lord God. Pride where we can't receive you. Pride where we're still talking about us, Lord God. So we need less of us and more of you. We need to be anchored in truth. We need to see things as you see things, Lord God. We need to hear things as you hear things. We need to report things as you report things, Lord God. We need to have a deeper level of understanding, Father God. It can't be mental ascent. For where we have to go, Lord God, we have to be drawn into the secret place. We have to be divinely connected to you. We have to receive your divine inspiration. We have to understand that your word is the truth, Father God. We thank you, Lord God, for your holiness. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your love. We thank you. You are supreme God. We need you today. We need you to walk us through this devotional. We need your word evident in our life. We need miracle signs and wonders to follow us. We need a fresh anointing to fall on us today, Lord God. We abandon all pride. My God, anything that's ourself. My God, anything that's ourself, anything that's caught up in ourselves, Lord God, we just lay it all aside, Lord God, and we ask that you evaluate us today, Lord God. Whew. Open the eyes of our understanding, Lord God, to the hope and call of who you called us to be in Christ Jesus. Let it register with us today whose we are. Give us guidance, Father God. Give us wisdom. Give us instruction, Lord God. Give us knowledge. Give us understanding, Lord God. Let us not be divisive, Lord God. Let us not be so puffed up. Let us not be so haughty, Lord God. Let us not war against you in our own ways, in our own thinking, in our own thoughts, in our own path. For you said if we trust in you, Lord God, that you, if we lean not into our own understanding, if we lean more into you, my God, that you will direct our path. Father God, let the word become the plumb line. Let the word become the plumb line, Lord God. Let us not trust anything else. My God, so many of us have been on our own paths and in our own direction, Lord God. We haven't sought you out about what we're putting in our spirit or what we have going on today, day to day. We've just been living kind of in our own way, Lord God, and we just ask that you forgive us. Give us guidance. Give us Give us your love. Give us your peace. Give us your direction. My God, Holy Spirit, we need you. Like We need you as teacher. We need you as counselor. We need you as comforter. We need you as strength. We need you as grace. And Jesus Christ, we need your holiness. Give us your holiness. Let our minds be the same mind that was in Christ Jesus, my God. Father God, we empty ourselves out before you today. We empty ourselves out before you today, Lord God. We stand in the gap for Candace's 
um, co-worker. Father God, we know you know all. We see, we know you see all. We know you are her present help, Lord God. We know that every thing, Father God, everything, Not there's not one thing you don't know about. So we just ask that you be with her right now in the hospital, that you be with the doctors, that you be with the surgeons, Lord God, that you be with her right now in the name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over her, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. No weapon formed against her shall prosper. I thank you that your angels are encamped around her. I thank you that your angel, your angels are mercy. Father God, we thank you for divine impartation and wisdom today, Lord God. We thank you for divine impartation and wisdom today. Cleanse our spirits, our souls. Cleanse our souls, Lord God. Clean us up this day. Clean us up this day. Let us be anchored in you and let us be anchored in truth. And thank you that your justice prevails. I thank you that your justice prevails. I thank you, Father God, for you are healer. And I take that position and receive that by faith. I love you, Lord God. I bless you. I praise you. I magnify you and I glorify you in Jesus name. Amen. Lord God, I thank you, Father God. Thank you. Yeah. Rain down on us. Rain down, rain down, rain down. I don't know about you, but I've been feeling like the cleansing of the Holy Spirit. Like I've been feeling the Holy Spirit, like cleansing me. I've been feeling this refreshing. I've been feeling this uh, this newness in me, like God is renewing, like God is renewing, like God is renewing me. I've been feeling that he's been renewing my mind. He's been taking old ways out of me, things that I thought was necessary, right? Things that I thought was necessary. He hasn't, he's been like opening my eye, the eyes of my understanding, Nisi. He's been pushing me into a position to see more of him. He's been straightening things out. He's been providing clarification. He's been growing me up in this season. It's just been looking real different for me lately. He's been um, pushing me into a place of spending more time in quietness. And yesterday we were riding and the Jojo was like, mom, you and Judah are so quiet, but I just haven't felt the need to talk a lot. Like, it's like, I need to receive, I need to hear. He's been giving me more clarity for business, right? Um, John 15 says, if you abide in me and I abide in you, you're going to expect that I would prune you, that I would purge you, that I would cleanse you up. And it's no more business as usual. Not if you're going, going to experience the fullness of God. Everybody keeps talking about what's next and how they don't want to return to what the way we used to be. Well, the only way that that's going to manifest is that we don't put new wine in old skins, right? Like we don't put new wine in old skins that we're willing to accept revelation, fresh revelation, that we're willing to come before God and, and empty ourselves out before God and, and trust him daily for like daily bread and daily impartation and daily wisdom and daily guidance. And most of us who have been in a rhythm in life, right? Like when, um, I have to be careful with how I say stuff. Most of us have been in a rhythm in life. And when we're being in a rhythm, like when we're in a rhythm in life, we won't even realize, like we won't even realize how much of our life is us and not him. Like it's not him. Like we won't even realize that we'll be lost. We'll be rogue. We'll be on our own plan. We'll be doing things in our own strength. We'll be in our own rhythm. And you can kind of tell, like I can always tell 
like I can always tell when people like are talking too much, then they can't be like hearing from God. And it's because that's what I used to do. It's not because I'm like this eye of discernment of looking for mistakes. Like, it's like, I want to be like, baby, just, yeah, you know, just because when God is imparting into you and he's like, it's a digital download, it's a power, it's a strength. You, you don't have the, the overwhelming power of God's glory looks so different. You ain't got a whole lot to say. Like you ain't got a whole lot to say when you enter in his courts and we're going to talk more about his courts and we're going to finish up Romans five, but there's a special impartation that God, that I have to give you today. And so, well, it's for all of us. And so we have to be careful in understanding and discerning the seasons, right? And we'll get so, and the rhythm, and rhythm feels good. Brit, you're a singer. Rhythm feels good, right? Rhythm feels good. We sway to the rhythm. We move to the rhythm. Rhythm feels good. But also being caught up in a rhythm can pull you into a lull. It can pull you into a lull and you won't even realize you're drifting and you don't even realize no, to know if we're drifting into the right area, right? If we're drifting into like the right area. And so we have to be conscious of all times of what the Lord is saying. We have to be discerning. Um, we have to understand that I, I business coach, I professional coach. And sometimes um, God has shown me in discernment, just some of the people I'm coaching, they're so used to doing things this way that that seems normal, that when God is trying to speak fresh things to their business, they don't know how to receive it because what's what they've been doing has been working for them, right? It's like, and they, they just don't, like they just don't know how to receive the shift or the change. Well, the shift and the change occurs on top of the mountaintop. Like, can you hear me today? That's what we're going to talk about, the mountaintop. The shift and the change occurs on top of the mountaintop. The shift and the change occurs on top of the secret place, right? And the scariest part, the, the scariest part of all of this is when you are in a rhythm, like when you're in a rhythm, when you've been doing business as usual, when it's been working, when it's effective, you'll start rebuking God as if it's Satan because it doesn't line up with what you thought. It does not line up with what you thought, like what, what you thought was successful, what you thought was going to work, what you thought, like what you thought God was saying, it does not line up. And a lot of times we don't, I preach something. I can't remember if it was at the beginning of 2000 and I think it was the 2019, the word God, the God gave me a word about shift. It's time to shift. And you don't recognize that it's time to shift. And then what usually happens is we get pulled or we start feel, um, we start feeling the pull in particular areas, right? We start feeling the pull in particular areas. And so this morning, lately, God has been talking to me about divine impartation. And he just keeps saying that I'm divinely imparting things in this season if you guys will receive it, if you'll get still enough, if you'll get quiet enough. And so this morning, I was headed in another direction. And so we're going to just talk about mountaintop experiences with God. And every time someone needed wisdom or every time someone needed to experience face-to-face -face moments with God, 
God. They were always taken to a mountaintop experience. They were never on leveled ground. Like it was never, it was never on level ground. And I'm asking the Holy Spirit to teach me through this because this isn't where I thought I was going at all. So Deuteronomy 5 and 4 says, the Lord spoke to you face to face out of the fire on the mountain. It was on the mountain. Moses had his experience on with God on the mountain. And so we need to make note of what happens when we're on the mountain. The very first thing that I know God is showing us when Moses went up into the mountain, right? When Moses was on the mountaintop with God, um, there was something significant happening on that mountaintop. And the first thing that I'm noting in this is anytime we are pulled up into the mountaintop, we usually by ourselves. Like you, we usually are by ourselves. There, there, there's very few people that are probably gonna go with us. There's very few people that are gonna gonna be with us. So Moses was on the mountaintop. Jesus had a powerful prayer. So, so there's something that has to be going on in the mountaintop. There's something majestic that's happening there. There's something. There's something that's in there. There's something that has to be occurring, right? Um, and when the mountaintop experiences come, they come at a time of prayer, they come at a time of reading, they come at a time of studying, they come at a time. There are so many experiences in the Bible with mountaintop experiences. And perhaps the Holy Spirit is saying to us today, not perhaps, thank you, Lord. The Holy Spirit is saying to, is saying to us today, you haven't had enough mountaintop experiences yet. Like you haven't been pulled into the secret place long enough yet to get what you need for God in this next season. If you didn't know we are in a season of transition like we're transitioning again these transitions are happening quickly like there was a huge transition that came in january and there's another transition and a shift that happened again in march like we're in a season of transitions and so we have to be aware or be ready for the mountaintop experiences or the place that god is coming to it is not that god is not speaking I need to be clear this morning. I need you to hear me. It is not that God is not speaking. It is that we are not hearing. We've been petitioning, pleading, begging, talking to God about some of these same things over and over again. It is not that God is not speaking. That is not the problem. It's that we're not hearing. And so we've got to ask ourselves, have I been pulling away? Like, have I been pulling away to my mountaintop? Have I been pulling away to the secret place? Am I distracted by anything? Am I too busy trying to hold on to certain people? Or take, like, you got to begin to ask yourself, where is the distraction here? Because it's not that God is not speaking, right? Everything that occurs or experienced on the mountaintop is going to give you clear revelation. It's going to give you discernment. It's going to give you the clarity you need. You're going to get, you're going to get answered prayers. You're going to get answered prayers. You're going to get answered prayers. And so we've got to figure out, and if we're not having mountaintop experiences, why am I not having mountaintop experiences? And I, can I be honest with you? Come on, Holy Spirit. I'm just going to let the Holy Spirit speak to me. It's probably because you need to clean up your secret place. 
You probably need to clean up your secret place. I'm just being honest. It, it, it's probably that your prayer time has been too crowded. It's probably that your study time has been too crowded. It's probably because it's still being too, distract, too distracted. It's probably because you're still answering your phone in your secret places. Probably that you're still allowing other things to distract you when you in your secret place. It's probably because you're not really that it's not as sacred. It's not as holy. It's not as obscure as it should be like those are that those are the things that are hindering us from having our mountaintop experience so i just want to share i want to give you some biblical examples of what a mountaintop experience looks like um this is uh this is the 21st chapter of revelation john he said i saw a new heaven and a new earth for the first heaven and the first earth have passed away and the sea is no more. I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down to heaven from God, prepared like a bride adorned for her husband. I heard a loud voice out of heaven saying, behold, God's dwelling is with people and he will dwell with them and they will be his people and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away from every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Neither there will be mourning nor crying nor pain anymore. The first things have passed away. Who who sits in the throne said, behold, I am making all things new. That's Revelations 21, 1 and 5. And the only way we John was able to experience this was in his mountaintop. It was in a one on one encounter with Jesus Christ or the Lord God Almighty. It's a place when you're lifted up from the mundane things. You don't even see the world. You don't even hear the world. You don't even you don't even connect. You're not even connecting to the things of this world. Like you're not even interested in what's going on in the world, right? And so when we, we, we're here, we're at this place where we need to experience God. We, we need to experience God. God. John was in that place. So John was able to get the revelation, right? He was able to get the revelation. He was able to get the, the, the information. He was able to get the, the, the moment, the encounter with God. And I don't, I, 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 we're not having enough. We're not having enough at the mountaintop. We're not experiencing. I know I hear him saying it. We're not having enough mountaintop experiences because in the shift, we're getting lost in translation. And so as the Holy Spirit is being shifted, some of us are so consumed by so many other things like COVID-19. It's been very strategic. So COVID-19 came in and once COVID-19 came in, then we put all our focus in on COVID-19, right? And then you, you can tell the trends about where our focus is by what we start posting, sharing, and meditating on, right? And the things that are posted in social media. So then when stimulus checks came out, we spent a whole lot of time consumed people talking bashing talking about stimulus checks talking about the economy like things just just are put in place to distract us and so if we're really going to experience god and many many of you have been like well, i want to be able to discern the times lord i'm trying to hear you i want to know what happens next we're not gonna come out of this on top if we don't have these mountaintop experiences, if we don't experience God the way that we're supposed to. So let me give you a few examples. Abraham, who had a vision in which God told him all that was to come. This, this is what I love. This is how I know God will provide you the clarity you need for your family. God will give you the wisdom you need for business. God will need give you the discernment of whatever you need and 
ministry, you just got to be willing to go to the mountaintop. You just got to be willing to pull away from the mundane. mundane. You just got to be willing to make a decision. You know what, God? I need more of you and I need less of me. I need to abandon my pride. I don't need to assume that I can do anything without doing doing it through you or with you. So Abraham had this vision and he has this conversation and he's going to become the father of multitude and he's going to prosper in every way and he's going to live to the ripe old age and die in peace, right? That's, that's Genesis 15, right? That's Genesis 15. That was another mountaintop experience. He experienced God in such a place that God would begin to speak to him about his future and God would begin to speak to him. We should not be lacking anything in this season if we are in the secret place, if we are on the mountaintop, if we are pulled away from the mundane, if we are pulled away from business as usual, we should be experiencing God like never before. But it's going to take some some things on our part, right? Um, Jacob wrestled with an angel. Can I tell you, can y'all, can we, can I tell you something? Abraham would get a vision of his future. Jacob wrestled with an angel all night. That is one of my favorite. Like that is one of my favorite. Jacob wrestled with an angel all night. Go to Genesis 32, right? Jake, I'm going to read it to you in the Amplified version. Jacob wrestled with an angel like all night long. All night long, he's wrestling with this angel. And we know that before um, his name, Jacob, Jacob meant trickster, right? And before God changes his name, he gets his name changed into Israel, right? And so he wrestled with him all like not long. His sons have been treacherous. You got to do your history and go read up on Jacob. And so he wrestles with him all like, I'm going to read this to you. And it says every Canaanite man who went out of the city gate, um, this is Genesis, the 32 chapter. Hold on. I'm a little bit ahead of myself. This is the 32nd chapter, the 24th through the 28th verse. And it says, so Jacob was left alone and a man came and wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he had not prevailed against Jacob, he touched his hip joint and Jacob's hip was dislocated and he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go for Jacob day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go until unless you declare a blessing on me. He, he said, I will not let you go until you declare a blessing on me. So he asked, what's your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, your name shall no longer be Jacob, but Israel. For you have struggled with God and with men and have prevailed, right? And he said, and have prevailed. And said, so then God, Jacob asked him, please tell me your name. But he said, why is that you asked my name? And he declared a blessing of the covenant promises on Jacob there. So Jacob named the place Peniel, the face of God, saying, for I've seen God face to face, yet my life has not been snatched away. Now the sun rose on him and he passed Peniel and he was limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the tendon of the hip, which is on the socket of the thigh, because he touched the socket of Jacob's thigh by the tendon in his secret place, right? In his secret place, he changed Jacob's name. He, he changed his name. He changed his situation. He spoke a covenant of blessings on him. I can't scream like I want to. <laughs> I can't scream like I want to. He spoke a covenant of blessings on him in the secret place. He spoke a covenant of blessings on him in his mountaintop experience. He spoke a covenant. There was a covenant of blessings that came to him. You better be, be right now. There was a covenant of blessings that came to him in the secret place.
That, that's what happened in that mountaintop. That's when Jacob made a decision. You know what? I'm not going to let go until you bless me. I'm going to hold on to this. I'm not going to be moved. I'm not. I'm going to rest. I need you to bless me. I need you to change my name. They used to call me trickster. They used to call me filthy. They, you, they used to call me that girl. You know what? They used to call me all of the things that they used to call you. And Jacob was like, no, I need to experience a new, new. I need to, I need my name to be changed. And in the place that he wrestled with God in his mountaintop, in his position and in his place, that's when his name gets changed. That's that's when his name gets changed because he's not going to let go until he gets the blessing. He's not going to let go. He's like, I refuse to let go until I receive the blessing. I refuse to let go till you change my name. I refuse to let go until I experience something different with you, right? And so he wrestled all night until he received a blessing. All, all, all night. Come on now. All, these are the things that are only going to occur in your secret place. These are the things that are only going to occur when you pull away. These are the things that are only going to occur. And can we, can, can we tell you, can we be honest? Can we be real? Some of us have not been relentless enough. Some, some of us have not been relentless enough. Some of us have not held on until we got the blessing. Some of us have gotten weary and well-doing and right before the blessing or right before the break or right before the midnight hour or right before what's about to change, we really, we came right on out of our secret place because it didn't look like it was working. And God is saying, if you will hold your position like, I, I, I didn't come to shout you today. It's some perspective here. It's some reality here. It's some truth that I'm chewing on. Am I holding on enough in the secret place? Am I tapped in? Am I hearing you, God? Am I staying in place enough to receive from you what you're trying to say to me? Am I moving too quickly? Am I moving too soon? Am I being moved by my emotions? Am I letting my eyes, am, am I trusting my eyes more than I trust you? So Jacob held on in place until he got his blessing. Gideon went and met with the Lord at the floor of the wine press. Come on now. He was trying to hide. He was trying to hide. He was worried. He was consumed. He was overwhelmed. He thought the Midianites were going to beat him. They were going to defeat him. And it wasn't until he was in hiding that God spoke to him. You, you got, it wasn't. It wasn't until he was in hiding that God spoke to him. When he was in hiding. Go to Judges 6 and 11. Go to Judges 6 and 11. It wasn't until he was in hiding that God spoke to him. And when he was in hiding, God would begin to speak to him. As Judges 6 and 11, it says, now the angel of the Lord came and sat under the terebinth tree at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Aberzanite, and his son Gideon was beating wheat in the wine press instead of the threshing floor to hide it and save it from the Midianites. And in, and in his hiding place, and in his hiding place, the angel of the Lord would visit him in his scarcity and his fear. He was hiding. He was fearful. He was worried, but he was still in a place in which God could speak to him. And I'm going to ask you this morning, are you in a place where God can speak to you? Are you in position? Are you in place where God can really speak to you? Are you getting up too soon? Are you moving too quick? God has the answers for you. It's just on, this is a word for somebody. This is a word for me. Like we got to stay in position. We got to stay in place. We got to stay, we got to stay in position long enough. 
We got to stay before his face. God is trying to provide answers. God is trying to speak to you about next. God is trying to make sure that you're not putting new wine in old skins. You just got to be okay with these. See, can I be honest with you? The mountaintop feels lonely. You feel isolated. Um, you feel as if no one gets you. Or, it just, it, it does. It feels lonely. And our human emotions that have been tied to loneliness. Can somebody say, come on now. Our human emotions that have been tied to loneliness will keep us out of the secret place will keep us from pressing towards God, will keep us from being open to receive what we need to receive with God. We get an inkling of what we thought God said and we take off. Oh, I heard God and we didn't even get the rest of the instructions. We didn't even get the rest of the wisdom. We didn't even seek his face for more clarity. We didn't ask him for answers for the next bit of instruction. We heard just a little bit of what God said. And God is trying to get us to hold on to these secret place. And it says, and Samson who called on the power of God. Y'all see this? Ab Abraham got revelation of his future, right? Jacob got his blessing in the secret place. Gideon gets Gideon gets the strength he needs to defeat his enemy, right? And then we're going to see where Samson gets power. Samson gets power. So what we're getting in the mountaintop, what we're getting in the secret place, come on, Paula, what we're getting in the secret place is we're getting revelation. We're going to, come on, now you got to see this. This is fresh revelation, right? This is a fresh word from God. So then let's go see what God, Samson got. Samson got his power. Come on, Holy Spirit. I love this. Samson got his power. We're going over to Judges, the 16th chapter. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. It says, then Samson called to the Lord and said, oh, Lord, God, please remember me. This is the 28th verse. And please strengthen me just this one time, oh, God. And let me take vengeance on the Philistines for my two eyes. Samson took hold of the two middle support pillars on which the house rested and braced himself against them. One with his right hand on the other with his left. And Samson said, let me die with the Philistines. And he stretched out with all his might, collapsing the support of the pillars. And the house fell on the Lord's and all the people who were in it. So the dead whom he killed at his death were more than those whom he had killed during his life. Right? He received the power he needed on the mountaintop. He received the power he needed. And he had tapped into a place in God in which he got the power he needed. Some of y'all been, Lord, I need your power. Lord, I need your strength. And he's saying it's in the mountaintop. It's in that secret place. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to give you absolutely everything you need. I'm going to give you the power you need. I'm going to give you the power to get wealth. I'm going to give you the power to trample on serpents. I'm going to give you the power to cast out demons. I'm going to give you the power, but you're only going to get that in the mountaintop. You're only going to get that in the secret place, right? You're only going to get that. Some of you need to see, some of you need more clarity. Some of you need more vision, right? Some of you need that. You're only going to get that in the secret place. You're only going to get that. Come on now. You're only going to get that, right? You're only going to get that in the secret place. Um, Isaiah, who said in the year of King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting on a throne high and lifted up and his train filled the temple, right? The only way he's going to fill the temple is that you stay in his face. We've been asking God, God, fill me up, fill me up, fill my cup, fill me till I overflow. And we won't even sit in place long enough. We won't sit still long enough. We're moving to the next thing. We've been calling out, asking him for power, asking for strength. Fill my cup, fill me up, fill me up till I overflow, right? 
<laughs> we won't fill me up to my own flow. And the Lord is like, no, I need you to come experience this thing with me, right? Who Ezekiel in the valley of dry bones, like Ezekiel, come on now. Some of us have some dead places. Some of us have some places in which we need to be lifted up. Some of us have some things that are still asleep in us. And the only way that we're going to experience those is on the mountaintop and in the secret place. It's on the mountaintop in the secret place. And God is like, will you join me? Will you join me in this mountain? Will you join me in this place? I'm trying to call you into some something deeper. Luke 9, 28 and 36, about eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John and James with him and went up on a mountain to pray. And as he was praying, the appearance of his face changed and his clothes became as bright as a flash of lighting. lightning. When you are in the presence of God, the appearance of everything is going to change. Like the appearance of everything is going to change. The, the, the parent, the, can I, can you hear me? Can you, that's where your, this is where your, your healing is not in other people. Your renewing is not in other people. What you need is not in other people. What you need is not on Facebook. What you need is not in social media. What you need is in this mountaintop. It's on the mountain. It's in your experience. It's in these experiences with God. It's in these moments with God. It's in your secret place. He or she who dwelleth in the secret place of the most high. We've been quoting that. We've been reading that for days and still not getting revelation of all the things that occur in the secret place. Like in all the things that occur when we, because here's the thing, we can't do it ourselves. Like you, you, Jacob didn't, Jacob didn't, Jacob didn't become new. His name was not changed because he was working on so many things or he was having so much done. His, 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 his name became new because he was in the presence of God. My God, I thank you for this. That's where his name changed. That's where his name became new, right? That's where the transformation came. Samson didn't get his power. He didn't get his power from people. He didn't get his power from social media. He didn't get his power. That's not where his power came from. His power came in the most needed time when he was in a secret place, when he was in the mountain, when he was alone, when he felt isolated. See, I climbed mountains before, not big mountains, but small mountains. And I'm going to be honest with you. There is a struggle on the way to the climb. Like when you're climbing a mountain, right? You feel the pressure in your legs. Come on, Julia. You feel the pressure in your legs. Um, the air becomes thinner as you're climbing up the mountain. Um, you better have on the right footwear when you come in the uh, climbing up the mountain. The last time I climbed the mountain, um, the wind was blowing, sand was getting in my face. I had to stop and I had to take breaks and I had to persevere and I had to get there. And once I got there, I felt the release and I experienced the glory of getting to the mountaintop, right? So there are distractions to even to keep you from getting to the top of the mountain. We did like a three and a half mile climb. There are distractions that will try to keep you from even getting to the, the top of the mountain to, to keep, keep you from experiencing these things. But there's so much you need to experience in the secret place. And so all of the things you've been praying for and all the things that you've been asking for and all of the changes you've been petitioning God for and all of the things that you'll be, that they're, in, they're included, they'll be received 
received in the secret place and on top of that mountain, like on top of the mountain there. I'm just, I'm just, you got to hear, you got to hear what the Lord is saying. What you need of is in your mountaintop experiences with him. That's where the secret place is. There's a press to the secret place. It's not just quoting Psalms 91, like imagine he, she, or Keisha who dwells in the secret place of the Most High. It's not quoting, it's living in the secret place. It's existing in the secret place. It's making a decision that I'm going to abide in the secret place. And even when it gets uncomfortable, I'm going to stay there right? It's, it's, it's the loneliness that comes in the secret place. It's the worship that you're doing in the secret place. It's the meditating on the Lord, right? It's in the prayer meeting. It's the prayer time. And then the Lord will bless you with his, his, his experience. It's a personal revival that occurs there. That's why the distractions have been so big. That's why the pressure has been so great. When you're climbing the mountain, your ears pop. Like it's just all kinds of things that happen on the way to the climb. There's so many different things that will distract you. That'll make you turn back around. That'll make you go back to the bottom. That'll make you think it can't happen. That'll make you think you can't occur. There's so many things that'll, that'll, your eyes will see. Your eyes will deceive you. But what you need right now is on that mountain. You need a mountaintop experience. You need to be in the secret place. Like you need to be in, yeah, Berta, in a listening place, in a receiving place. Like it's, it's, it's the things that you need from God right now are not in this world. They are not in people. It's in the secret. It's in the secret place. It's, it's in, and when you tap in, when you tap in, the glory of God is going to be revealed. Go back to Luke. Go back to Luke. Go back to Luke. Lord, I thank you for this. Go back to Luke. And when you tap in, and when you tap in, the glory of God is going to be revealed. Luke 9, 28, 36 says about eight days after Jesus said this, he took Peter, John, and James with him and went up on the mountain <laughs> and the appearance of his face changed. Like, and you're not going to have to say it and you're not going to have to notify people and you're not going to have to announce it. You're going to get all you need. You're going to get power in that secret place. You're going to get strength in that secret place. His glory is going to be revealed to you in that secret place. Your purpose is going to be revealed to you in that secret place. Your name is going to be changed in that secret place. Come on now. Jacob went, come, you got to see this, how God is trying to show it to you. So it's not that God isn't answering your prayers. It's not that it's not, it's not that he's not answering your prayers. It's just, you haven't been on the mountaintop long enough. You won't stay there long enough. A lot of times when we climb to the mountaintop, we get up there and we're like, oh my gosh, I reached the mountaintop. Oh my gosh, I accomplished the goal. I'm at the top of the mountain. Lord, I built an altar to you. Oh my gosh, Lord God, I spent 15 minutes in prayer, but we won't even stay where we need to stay long enough. The last time I called to climb the mountain, we just chilled out. We just ate snacks. We just laid out. We just basked in the glory of God. 
We just sat up there. We rushed back down. We we got refreshed. We got renewed. We put our foot in the water. We let the water trickle on us. It was a little cool, cold. We didn't care about the environment. We didn't care about what was going on around us. We saw people come up. We saw people leave. We didn't care about who was coming. We didn't care about who was leaving. We didn't care about what anybody else was getting or anybody else receiving. We were ex receiving that experience with God just for us. Like just for us. We were we we didn't care what elements we were exposed to. We were receiving that just for us. And so I'm telling you today God is going to provide and give everything you need. You just can't be afraid to pull away. You you can't. You can't be afraid to pull away. You can't be afraid to push on. You can't be afraid. You can't be moved by your current situation. You don't just get to the top of the mountain and get off. You don't get a little bit of scripture. You don't get a little bit of word. You don't have a lot. You got to sit and dwell because that's the secret place. That's where you're going to experience them. This is where you're going to get it. I want to go to Luke 9 and I want to back up a little bit. I want you to see this. And this is when Christ, the Peter is talking to Christ, the Messiah. And this is the 23rd verse. And he is saying to them all, he said, if anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside his self-interest, take up his cross daily, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come and follow me, believing in me, conforming to my example in living, and if need be, suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me. For whoever wishes to save his life in this world will eventually lose it. Come on now, through death. But whoever loses his life in this world for my sake, he is the one who will save it from the consequences of sin and separation from God. It from the consequences of sin. For what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world, wealth, fame, success, and loses or forfeits himself? For whoever is ashamed here and now of me and my words, the Son of Man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and the glory of the heavenly Father and of the holy angels. But I tell you truthfully, there are some among these standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. 28 verse. And now about eight days after these teachings, he took along Peter, John, James, and went up on the mountain to pray. And he was praying and the appearance of his face became different. It actually transformed and his clothing became white and flashing with the brilliance of lightning. And behold, two men were talking with him. My God. And two men were talking with him. And they were Moses and Elijah who appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure from the earthly life, which he was about to bring fulfillment to Jerusalem. Now, Peter and those who were with him had been overcome with sleep. Come on now. But when, but, but have were overcome with sleep. But when they were fully awake, they saw his glory and splendor and majesty and the two men who were standing with him. And at these men, Moses and Elijah were leaving him. Peter said to Jesus, Master, it is delightful and good for us to be here. We should make these sacred tents, one for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah, not realizing what he was saying. 
But even as he was saying this, a cloud formed and began to overshadow them, and they were afraid as they entered the cloud. Then a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son, my chosen one. Listen, obey, and yield to him. When the voice had seen Jesus had, was found there alone. And they kept silence and told no one at the time any of these things which they had seen concerning the divine manifestation. On the next day, when they came down from the mountain, a large crowd met him. And a man crowd shouted, Help, teacher, I beg you to look at my son because he is the only child. And then it goes into a deliverance occurred after Jesus came out the mountain. There is something in your mountaintop experience. There's something in the secret place with God. I hope you hear this today. I hope you catch this today. I hope you, you spend time meditating on this today. Ask God to give you revelation about your mountaintop. Ask God to give you revelation about your secret place. There will be things revealed to you and the mountain in this experience, in your prayer, in your, in your press, in your praise, in the, in, in pushing everything out the way. Every last one of these people who experienced the glory of God, the manifestation of God, what was supposed to happen next only did it in the secret place. So it's not that God is not answering. It's not that God is not answering. It's not that God is not answering. It's that we're not hearing. It's not, it's that we're not hearing. It's not that we've been pleading and begging God, Lord, transform me. Take this out of me. It's not that he doesn't want to transform you. It's not that he doesn't want to take it out of you. It's not that he does. It's that's not it. That's not it. It's that we're not, it, we're not having those mountaintop experiences. We're not staying on the mountain long enough. We're not like Jacob. We're not wrestling with him long enough saying, no, nah, I'm not letting you go until you bless me. I'm not moving until I receive your very best for me. I'm not getting out of this secret place until I become in your image. I'm not denying. I'm going to deny myself. I'm going to remember Jesus said, whoever's going to come after me, going to lose their life for me. They're going to deny. I'm getting ready to lose. I'm going to abandon absolutely everything. This deep, y'all. This deep. This is a deeper level of revelation. This is a deeper level of commitment. This isn't about your feel. This is not your feel. This is not about your feel good place. This is about saying, praying, praying, Lord God, more, more of you and less of me. As a matter of fact, I don't need any of me, right? And the only way that that's going to happen is in the mountaintop and on the, in the secret place. The, see, the secret place is in the mountain. It's on the mountain. It's not, it's not on common level ground. It's not in the places we've been. It's not in the prayer spaces we've been. It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not. It's a depth to this. We got to chew on this. We got to eat on this. When we shut down, you should be asking God, like, oh my gosh, what has been distracting me? What has been in the way? Let me pray for you. Let me stop and pray. Let me stop and pray. Like, let me stop. And, and if you've not received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, can, can I tell you this? Can I, can I tell you this? If you've not received him, that's the first thing to get into the secret place. That's the first thing to get in the mountaintop is that you receive him. Come on, Jess. You got to come up. We 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 got to come up, which really means we go low. Like we really go. There's a depth to this today. There's a deepness in this. But the first thing you got to do is you got to receive Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. You got you to gotta receive him. You got to receive him. You got to receive him. You got to know that you're saved first. You, you got to be like, you know what, Jesus Christ, I'm going to receive you as Lord and Savior first. That's the very first thing. You got to acknowledge. You got to center. You got to believe, right? We got to believe that he died on the cross. And you got to confess that out your mouth. 
Lord, I'm a sinner. I want to acknowledge you as being the one true Savior. And I'm confessing it out of the mouth. And then ask the Holy Spirit to fill you up. There, You got to dig deeper. You got to climb higher. You got to go lower. You got to begin to seek the face of God like never before. I'm just telling you, you'll get lost in the transition. You'll get lost. It's deeper than you think. You got to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you the things that's been distracting you that you didn't even realize were a distracted, a distraction. Like you got to really, you got to be humble enough. You got to realize I ain't been humble enough. Too much pride has been exalted in me. I've been talking about wrong things. I've been focused on the wrong things. I've been hearing, I've been listening to the wrong things. I've been caught up in the wrong things and I need to stay, stay in place so that I can experience power like Samuel so I can be transformed and receive my new name and understand my purpose. Come on now. Come on now. I mean, come on now. My God, my God, there was a word for us there today. I just hope you chew on it. I hope you eat on it. I hope you digest this. I hope you let you rest in this and ask God, my God, what have I been doing in the secret place? Because each and every one of them in the secret place received absolutely everything they needed. Everything, everything, everything they needed. They received absolutely everything they needed in the secret place. Nobody was denied of their request and what they were asking God in the secret place. No, nobody, no, nobody, everything they were looking for. Abraham received revelation, the promise of his blessings, right? My God, my God, my God, he received that. He received that. Everything was received of what they needed in the secret place. Every moment, everything that needed to occur, Gideon was given the wisdom his need. Jacob received the blessing. Isaiah got revelation. Samson got power. Jesus was transformed. And we keep saying, I want to be in your image. His transfiguration occurred on the mountaintop in the secret place with just a few people. And God would impart and provide everything he needed. Right? We want to operate in the mind of Christ. There's a dig. There's a depth in here. You might have to chew on this for days. You might have to rest for this and on this for days. You might have to ask yourself today, what have I been doing in the mountain? Am I even getting to the mountain? Have I even had a mountaintop experience? Or go back to the place where you had a mountaintop experience. You're going to have to climb a little higher. You're going to press a little more. You're going to have to get past the things that are blowing. The last time I climbed the mountain, we were in a Sandstorm. 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 It was a sandstorm. Like a sand, like sandstorm. We were having to cover our eyes. We were having to cover our face. And either you made a decision, you either kept on going, you got stuck, or you walked back down. And can I tell you something? One thing my I I can share that. Thank you. One of my friends walked up behind me and she whispered because I was climbing ahead of everybody. Like I was just, I was moving. I was keeping moving. I was keeping moving. And one of my girls, I paused at a rest spot and they caught up, right? This is a word for somebody. This is a word. You need to hear me. And as I began to press up, I just kept going. My friend, she was like, just keep going. Don't wait on us. Just keep going. And I kept pressing and I kept moving. And then I got at a rest space and I had rested. And then they had caught up and she, and one by the time that they caught up to me, she said, see, sometimes you just got to keep moving and everybody that's supposed to be with you will catch up. 
everybody that's supposed to be with you is gonna catch up that you but you just keep moving you just keep pressing in everybody that's supposed to be you don't have to spend a whole lot of time looking back to see if they got it to see if they're following in your footsteps you don't have to spend a whole lot of time to see if they're mm -mm. she said don't look back just keep moving forward and when we got to the top those were her exact words see everybody that was supposed to be with you will catch up that's a word this morning i love y'all <laughs> I love how intentional God was with us. I'm going to chew on this. I'm going to digest this. This is relevant in my own life. Am I spending enough time in the secret place? Am I spending enough time before you? Because if I'm before you like I'm supposed to, I'm coming out with power. I'm coming out with strength. I'm coming out with the glory. I'm coming out transfigured. I'm coming out changed. I'm coming out different. I'm going to talk different. I'm going to eat different. I'm going to come out with the strategies right? Your strategies, our strategies, mm -mm. like I'm coming out with the strategies I need. I'm coming out with the wisdom I need. I'm coming out with the knowledge I need. I'm coming out with all that I need. I'm coming out with it. I'm coming out. I'm counting. So we've come to the determination. The mountaintop, which is a climb, is where the secret place is. I, I promise you that's some power in that. My God, I thank you. Can we thank the Lord for his word? Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for revelation in your word. Let this word not fall on stony ground, Lord God. Let us hear what you're saying to us in this season. I feel the transition, Lord. And as we are transitioning, as we are making another transition, Lord God, let us not fall off. Let us not fall from grace. Let us hear what you're saying. Let us slow down. Let us speak the mysteries in the secret place, Lord God. Let us, let us make sure you got our undivided attention. Let us not be wasteful with our time. Lord, some of us have been wasting way too much time on frivolous things. Let us not be wasteful. Let us not be caught up in mundane conversation. Let us hear you, Lord God. Let us pull away. Let us lay our lives down for you, Lord God. Let us hear what you're trying to say. Let us be intentional. Let us not move too swiftly. Because we need what you have for us here in the secret place. My God, we thank you for the word today. We thank you, Father God. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. For all that we need is in the secret place, Lord God. My God, I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' name, my God, I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Woo! <laughs> Jesus! My God, Jesus, um, that, that's it. Y'all know what to do. If you're new, log on to the website. If you've never partnered with this ministry, will you consider to be the day that I'm going to partner with this ministry? Like, you know what? I'm not going to keep eating. I'm not. If I received a blessing through the word, then you know what? I'm going to sow into this ministry accordingly. You can sow by PayPal. You can sow by cash app. You can sow into this ministry. You can send a check to P.O. Box 4186 Little Rock, Arkansas, 72214. Just let this be the day. You know what? I'm going to serve. I'm going to honor you, God, and I'm going to sow into this ministry. I'm going to be a blessing to this ministry so that this ministry can go do what it needs to do and continue to be a blessing to others. Hey, we got Bible study tonight. Tonight, tonight, ladies Bible study. If you've never been a part, we want to see you there. Can y'all, when I make the drop today, can y'all do me a favor, lady? When I make the drop today about Bible study, will you just share the video? Will you say, you know what? Meet us here. Be here with us. We got Bible study tonight. Um, we got 
I'm gonna we're gonna release our impact videos for our babies. You'll see those this week. We um I've been letting the boys rest. We'll re release impact. We're going to um Friday we got if Saturday we're gonna drop off food to feed the streets. We're gonna create snack bags. We're gonna be masked up. We're gonna be gloved, but we're gonna get in the streets. We're gonna go drop off snacks to the nursing home, snacks to Dorcas house. We're gonna drop those things off. So y'all be praying for us that we find the resources. The resources have been limited. We're gonna be in feed the streets. So just get connected. Go to the website. Consider partnership. Consider partnering with us. Consider consider investing in what. For what just consider it consider it i love y'all so much if you want to know more about me my bio's on the ministry the team's bio is on the ministry go get their bio off the ministry um you can find out who we are and know that god is working through us we love y'all i love y'all so much y'all pray for us continue to pray for this many partner us pray pray that the blessings be upon this ministry so that we can be in every city state nation and world we bible studies everywhere deliverance services everywhere pray that this ministry just gets absolutely everywhere that god provides us and gives us the resources we need we need your prayers as well i love you so much but more than anything God loves you. What a word, what a word, what a word, what a word, what a word. And if you don't have seed, ask God to give you seed. He'll give seed to the sower. Lord, I need you to bless me with seed so that I can become a giver. And if you don't understand kingdom giving, call me, talk to me, and we'll talk more about what it is to give to kingdom. I love y'all so much. I, I, I've been so blessed since I've been giving. I've been so blessed. And not just in money and health and all kinds of things and favor. I love y'all so much. But more than anything, God loves you. And I need you to do me a favor. I need you to go be love today. I need you to go be love today. I need you to go experience the blessings of God, the love, the love of God, the joy of God, the peace of God. Thank you, New York. New York is on here strong. We still love you. We still praying for you. Thank you, all of y'all that continue to partner with us. Um, that was a word today. I'm a little bit blown away. Chew on that. Stew on that. See you back next week. Um, I'm going to see Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.